over. What's going on, guys? We're back with the Davis Sports Feud, and I got my buddy Corey Sparks off. Crossed up, definitely pushed by Paul George, but everything's been pushed these days. I just don't think this offense is going to work very well, especially under a defensive coach like Robert. But I would still probably take, like, Najee Harris over one of the ones. What is going on, guys? My name is Kyle Davis. This is the Davis Sports Feud, and we're finally back together. It has been a whole week before we've seen all three of us together. How are we doing, guys? Good. It's good. a good day. It's I bet you, day. you still want to take Najee Harris over any of those wide receivers? <laughs> what was that? What was that for the AFC? Just for that division, right? I think it was the division's fantasy. Yeah, like, I would. Early I mean, picks. it wasn't I bad. Mean, it's not. It's still not a bad take. I mean, you'd probably still. I mean, it was probably a hot take to say. Didn't he put Harris up like thirty Chubb? points last week? Not this previous week, no, but the, two the week ago. prior. Yeah, he yeah. had like twelve catches. Yeah, he had like he had the most receiving yards of anybody. <laughs> I don't, I don't the, remember if it was Steelers. that division. I think the hot take was that I would take him over like Lamar Jackson or any of any the of the receivers. Position. It was any of the receivers but, on the Steelers. Yeah. Was that uh, was that supposed to be on the Steelers or just I think it the was division? just on the Steelers? I think. Oh, then yeah, I'm I'm I still stand by that. Well, we had a hell of a weekend of football, but before we get to that, Tyler has a question for us. What do you got, bud? Uh, First week of October, it's officially spooky season. So, uh, since we are a a podcast of hot takes, what is the most overrated and most underrated fall activity? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say candy, and I was about to throw candy Candy corn corn right in there. Candy oh, corn candy was getting thrown under the bus immediately. Oh, <laughs> guys! No, you you're not one of them. No, don't do that. You're not don't, one do of them. don't do no. that. You're gone. Love I can't have you. Love can't no. have you anymore. He's I gone. Candy corn, I give candy corn a shot once a year, and every year I'm like, this is ass. This isn't good. Yeah, I don't even know why I keep giving it a shot. Right. That's how okay. I feel about saltwater taffy. All right. So Overrated? Overrated and underrated. Pumpkin, pumpkin picking is overrated. Because... I because the underrated one is apple picking. Apple picking is far superior. It's so much better. You get apple cider donuts, some apple Ooh. cider. Like you get like we you going to pump you're gonna go pick a big ass pumpkin and then go home. That's not fun. Those things are heavy. <laughs> pumpkin picking, overrated, underrated apple picking. I have other reasons for apple picking, but it's a family show, so I can't say that. I feel like the middle ground is still hitting haunted houses because I feel like that's properly mm. rated. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yep. I feel haunted so. I feel like I feel like rated. none of us can cop out and say okay. going to haunted houses. No. Okay. Right. So my thing with haunted houses, you both are in very good committed relationships. I am not. So I have to navigate this whole. Do you want to go to a haunted house? No, because I'm either going to sound like a little bitch or I might fight one of these actors. So. <laughs> I'm good with like gore and blood and like suspense and kill. No problem. Don't but touch jump me. in my face and I'm like a 12 year old little schoolgirl. I get don't terrified. Touch me. Don't <laughs> yeah. fucking touch me. Don't get near me. Like, don't fucking touch me. So, um, I'm gonna go yeah. with the overrated is costume contests. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm not a I'm not a big dress up and, and do costumes thing. Like I do them like if if my fiance wants to do it. Of like, course, naturally. Yeah. So I'm going to dress up. I think it's overrated to do the whole costume contest because you're judging people on what they're wearing, which I've that's such a high school type thing. Okay, so are you like go to like a party that you're that you're all dressing up in Halloween costumes? Not a contest, but like a Halloween party. Yeah, like the I'll, do, I'll do that. Okay, I'll okay. do that. 
Like okay. I like eventually. I, like yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen, but I've been growing my, the back of my hair out a little bit, and I'm doing oh, going to no. do a Viking braid eventually. Okay, and I want to do like that as like a good kind. That would be a I good like costume. It. That is. But, I, I like I like the dedication. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Aaron Rodgers level, right? <laughs> better than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Ow. Get out. <laughs> that man plans his, his Halloween costume six months in advance. And he, 420. Love, oh, he Did he so throw another calculated. touchdown pass in that game? Did he th- Is he sitting at 420 right now? He threw two, right? Three? Oh, damn. I don't remember. I don't I remember. Check that line quick while I don't remember. Uh, okay, so what's your, what's, yeah, what's your underrated? Underrated. Mm. I feel like it's an activity I don't do. But like I want to do like those corn mazes. Like if you're doing a haunted okay. like a haunt instead of a haunted house, I a it's a little off of the maze? Beat. haunted corn maze or just a corn maze in general. Mm-mm. I'm out. I'm out. Because here's the thing, I don't know where these fuckers are coming in the corn maze. <laughs> I know, I know they're. In, I know at the haunted house they're in the walls. They're around the corner. They're in the coffin. They're on the surgery table, popping up. I got mm-hmm. that. I remember the. the I remember there was a there okay, was a there was a corn maze in New Berlin, mm-hmm. and I remember I was like fourteen. So our friend and we all in a group, and it was like one parent chaperoning. And I said before, I said, "Mrs. Grady, I'm sorry, I'm about to cuss a storm out because I don't do I don't handle this well." And I remember there was people on the ground grabbing my leg, and I wanted to kick them. So I'm I'm out on corn mazes. I'm I'm in on corn mazes, out on haunted corn mazes. That's fair. That's what my underrated one is, though. Tyler, I mean, what do you like got? Yeah, well, we got so first of all, where's the fun in just doing a corn maze without getting lost for? You're literally just getting lost for an hour. That that sounds excruciatingly terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have you done it with with a female? Uh, yes. <laughs> Have you gotten lost? That seemed like a loaded Bro. question. Has he done it with a female? I feel like that's a little bit more loaded than what we're <laughs> ready you for done here. A corn <laughs> maze I am done. I am like it. Tim Tebow. I am saving myself for marriage. That's fine. Um, okay. I'm, ju- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm. I'm not going to say anything more than that. But yeah, I was, okay. Fine. Whatever. Shit on me. Well, uh, unfortunately, I'm not bringing a whole lot new to the table. Okay. Uh, with well, at least at least with the overrated, I do believe that any sort of like picking, so like apple picking, uh, pumpkin going to pumpkin patches is overrated, but not for the same reason that T Bone thinks it's overrated. I honestly think it's just an activity that like women use as an excuse to go and put all their fancy uh, pictures and crap on Instagram. I'm more just like, give me the pumpkin, uh, get out. I can go carve it. Like I'd almost rather just go get my pumpkin from like pick and save or Walmart than <laughs> have to go to a freaking pumpkin patch, man. Cause it's always cold. It's right. always crowded. Like you have to take a million freaking pictures. Yeah. I can't I relate to that. Generation. I can't relate to that. Can't relate hate, to that. I, hate, that's... hate, hate the Instagram generation. Mm-hmm. Really do. I, does your does? I want. I wonder if your guys' significant others watches the podcast. So that just so you guys understand, so you guys are just throwing yourselves under the bus. Well, well, nah, she's actually looking really. to start her own like fitness podcast now that she launched her uh, like website. So she was actually listening right. to ours to see how like Smart. we did it. Oh uh, God, so... that we are not the examples. Yeah, yeah. No, no, she, no, no, no. Uh, my my fiance definitely does not watch our podcast. She doesn't like sports. Yeah. Well, false. Uh, That's the wrong statement. She doesn't like all sports. I was going to say, Marissa really likes basketball, but she's not a big football person. So, mm. Which wasn't is she shame. really good at volleyball, too? Yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, Marissa was good at sports. So. She played at Greenfield and she played for Mount Mary. So. Yes, I'm aware she went. She played at Greenfield because we all went there and we were all in high yeah. school together. I'm well aware of that. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> I also, I also played volleyball at Greenfield. Yeah. <laughs> what? That I yeah. did not know. You didn't know that? I don't think you, know you were in high school. The school I teach yet. at doesn't have a men's volleyball team. There's actually a bunch of dudes who like actually really want to play, but Cudahy won't. Or shouldn't say the name. But uh, I mean, uh, yeah, the school won't uh, commission one. Yo, I didn't know that's where you taught because I just, I just, I, uh, I submitted an application to be their basketball coach. You're also right down the road from where they're, Megan wait, teaches. Wait, their men's basketball coach? JV two, JV two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was about to say because I know the varsity coach because I, t- uh, I, I'm now teaching in his old classroom. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, I well completely and really, I took a, I took the Eisenhower job for the basketball job. Oh, so, well. So now oh, I'm at oh, Eisenhower. Sorry, sorry. Underrated, underrated. Yeah. Watching horror Side movies. Tricks. Watching horror movies is now starting to get the love it is, but just staying in, binging like a really Ooh, great. Just a scaredy cat. Series. It sounds like. No, Bingo. underrated activity. I know. Underrated activity. I'm pumped to see the new Michael Myers, though. So am I. Even though it's so not. Are, are, are you? There's a lot of movies. Like I'm a horror, you're like a horror guru. Are you? Are you actually? Or do you think it's gonna be ass? Oh, I, uh, I, I'm very fearful because like. When that new Halloween came out, I was really, really high on it. But like yeah. every subsequent viewing and every conversation I've had with my friends who are really big horror movie buffs, like I've kind of gone down on the film like progressively. So I'm really curious because especially with the trailer looking like really over the top, I am kind of yeah. concerned that it's kind of going to get a little hokey. But I'm yeah. still very excited because Halloween is my favorite movie of all time. Uh, and yeah. I rewatch the Halloween franchise every year. So. I'm much Big more. I, I'm good on. I, I'm fine with watching like slasher films. Those I'm good on because I can deal with killing and stuff like that. It's the jumping out, like. So you can't do jump scares at all, like like no. like, with, like the Conjuring or Insidious or stuff like that. Hell oh. no. Oh, if it, if it, I go. I went and saw Venom this past weekend on Friday. Ooh, oh, how? was it good? Ten yeah. out of ten. It yes. was per- perfect. It was. Was it better than the first one? Because the first one was not good. Like like first I do not was like good. the first Venom movie. I. I don't know. Like I, I really liked that they did it to an hour and a half. It gave us. It didn't give us too much. It gave us a very simple storyline. It you knew what was going to happen. I, I mean, for the most part, some people are going to say too simple. It was. I mean, what do you want in a Venom movie? You want Venom and Eddie Brock going back and forth. Well, if like, anything, I think hilarious. that's what held the first film back. It's right. Like, it's like it's trying to add too much and be too complicated right. with its plotting. I'm like, just just have Tom Hardy it, and Venom have fun. What which was. Which was much more prevalent, and I mean, Cletus is fine. Woody Harrelson was great as a creepy dude. Like, yeah, very very simple storytelling. So yeah, I think I think it improved on being more simplistic and. I'm just scared because I don't even think Woody Harrelson, like with how good of an actor is, he can't like upend that like '90s Spider-Man Cletus Cassidy. Like that dude was a psychopath, and like that's what I think of when I think of Carnage. That's fair. So, all right, gonna, not a movie just, podcast. Sorry, Davis. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. We're not even we're 10 minutes almost 15 in. minutes into the want. episode. We 10. haven't said anything about sports. 15. It's eight. Look at the live tracker. Eight minutes. Don't want to hear it. Don't yell at me. <laughs> we started late, too. Don't want to You hear scared it. me. You're scaring me. All right. We There was a lot of football played over this weekend. Uh, granted, I do want to give a quick shout out because tomorrow you're going to see this face. You're going to also see that face. And While driving. Face. While driving. Impressive. Don't crash. Yeah. Very because safe. that would make really interesting content that's what, for this podcast. That's why we're audio podcast. <laughs> that would make interesting content. Oh, our co-host just crashed. Guys, I'm fine. I got this. I, I can report still. I'm fine. 
I don't know. I really don't think Wisconsin. <laughs> That's what you get for talking about Wisconsin. Um, it'll be me, T-Bone, and Keith on tomorrow's episode of our college version of the Davis Sports Feud. I'm really excited. We weren't able to bring it to you last week, but we will be bringing it to you tomorrow. Uh, instead, of, But it will r- normally come out on Thursdays, and we'll throw in some fantasy football talk on those as well for stardom and sit and waiver wire pickups and stuff like that. But for last weekend's games, there was a lot of action, starting off with Thursday's game, which was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought the Bengals were going to run away with it. Jaguars went traveled to Cincinnati. Joe Burrow had a really good game. I don't want to call it a coming out party, but he really is starting to gain steam. He's got a lot of weapons with Tyler Boyd, uh, Jamar Chase, and Joe Mixon in the backfield. They have a lot of weapons on that offense, and that defense doesn't look as bad as we thought. Granted, it's against this Jaguars team, but the Bengals defeated the Jaguars 24-21. Anybody have anything to say about this game at least? I'm happy James Robinson finally got me some freaking fantasy points. Yeah, I I would say the only really bright spot is, I mean, Burrow almost throwing for 350, two touchdowns. Yeah. He came from behind. I mean, yeah, like it was against the Jags, but this these are the steps you I expected Joe Burrow to take, and I'm happy to see after his injury last year. Mm-hmm. You see him making that next progression of being the next like I just we talked about a lot in the preseason, the year two to year three, he can make a massive jump and I mean, we're seeing Herbert make the big jump from one to two. You're seeing Burrow do it from one to two. Um I'm just glad because I was really upset about Burrow's injuries last year, but I think the Burrow's, real story, yeah, yeah, his knee injury. Burrow's doing so, exactly what I wish Carson Wentz would have did coming off his injury. But okay, but what do you what do you mean? So like so like act like Carson Wentz like never was right after that injury. He was always right. kind of just like average. Always looked a little skittish in the pocket. Uh, never really was comfortable in the pocket and throwing a ball, especially throwing the ball deep. Like, like Burrow looks like he's not as deterred by his leg injury as Carson Wentz. Was. So do you, th- I think, so, I mean, I had my own knee injuries and multiple surgeries. I know it was, I never actually tore my ACL, thankfully, but I had six knee surgeries. Like I, it was so much more of a mental thing coming back. Yeah. I, and I, it looks like Burrow's playing with no fear and it, where it looks like Carson Wentz is still playing with that fear. So I under, I totally understand what you're saying. And I, I, I don't know. Does that just mean Joe Burrow's? more mentally tough probably yeah, it is oh. it is oh carson wentz is incredibly weak mentally like like 100 <laughs> percent. the guy hunts ducks what a yeah. not even not even deer he hunts ducks yeah so quick question for you guys how bad is this jaguars team they're not that bad they're very poorly no. coached yeah yeah but that makes a team very bad yeah like you can have a really good team, but with a bad coach, you can it can fall I, apart in an instant. Okay, okay. I'll explain I, the Cardinals. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Best coach in the NFL. Not, not yet. Can about. we at least get to that team? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> best coach in the NFL. So I guess I'm sorry. I could. Resist. Okay, so we can all agree that we think the Jets, the Giants, and the Jags are the three worst teams, right? Yeah. I would. I would, t- Houston. I would take Houston. Mm, I still think Houston could win more games than the three of them. I've seen, I've seen, yeah, I've seen Houston. Especially Tyrod they, Taylor plays. They have more veterans than young teams, where the other three teams are so much younger. Yeah. Whereas the Texans are the written-off veteran team, which is fine, but they're going to win at probably two, three games. They, I mean, they put up thirty-eight points with Tyrod Taylor. Like, the, they have w- capable weapons. Brandon Cooks is still 
young, which is wild to think about. He's been but, in the league for quite a while. Played for like yeah. four teams already. Yeah, and he's still like twenty nine. Yeah, I, that's I not that like, young. <laughs> like, I, but it's not for that a old receiver? either. It's not that old. It's not that old. He's not a running back, right? I, mean, I, I, I understand, but I think he also. That's not my point. I'm trying to make. I think with those three teams, I don't. I really don't want anything to do with the Giants, like no. personnel wise. I still I think, think the Giants are the worst team in the NFL. I think the Jags have the better team than the Jets, but the Jets have the better coaching staff. I'd much rather have Robert Sala than I would Urban Meyer. As an example of what happened. Yeah. This weekend. Uh, like, are we going to talk about that real quick? Yeah. Is that the uh, only like that? What else can we talk about? Like the fact that nobody on their only one player on their team is above 200 receiving yards through four games. Yeah, I mean that's a scheme that's, thing. That's just like your is. Eagles not running the ball. It's a scheme thing. It's not like they that's have so Lavisca Chanel, DJ Shark, like they have Trevor Lawrence. James they Robinson. do not have DJ Shark anymore. Who do, He's who out toward torn ACL, I think. Okay, no but when, when 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 was I didn't that? Hear that? That was this week. I'm just I'm just saying they had weapons. So to, for none of them to have over 200 yards, even James Robinson, he should have. They should have had something. Uh, James uh, Robinson has more rushing yards than anybody has receiving yards on this team. That's 238 rushing yards to Marvin Jones's 218 receiving yards. I forgot Marvin Jones was on that team. That's very exactly. true. Are we going to talk about the elephant in the room with the Jaguars? What uh, <laughs> Urban Meyer decided instead of going back to Jacksonville with his team, he ended up going to a club and um, his own his own bar, his own his bar, own bar. I might point. I might. Point and he out. had a co-ed on his lap, and he did the little boop. He literally stuck two fingers and just right up there. I, I, yo, I saw the first video. I was it's like, so that's crazy. A Right. I saw the first video of her just dancing. I'm like, that's a bad look. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the side angle um, from Ass and Titty's Snapchat story. Um, <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. I don't follow Ass and Titty's Snapchat story. I would like to point that out. T-Bone just sold himself out, boy. I'm yeah. just saying. I saw it on T-Bone's Twitter. T-Bone's a simp on Snapchat. That's, hey, you know. <laughs> No, I'm not a Discord. No, I'm not a Discord guy. Now get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, and then I saw it, and he's just over there, and he just goes, and I'm like, "What are you do? What are you doing?" Oh, that's what he did. He went, yeah, no, 100. percent Like, Urban, what? You have a wife and kids. If he was just well, a single oh, oh, dude, he might not anymore. Well, he might not have a wife. Anymore. Okay, if you were like before, Sean McVay had his hot ass smoking wife or girlfriend, whatever. If you saw a single coach out there doing that, do you think anything of this? No. If he's a single coach? No. Or if oh or my. if they were winning, if they were 1 and 3 or 2 and 2, do you think anything of this? Well, I mean, when when the story with Robert Kraft came out about him, you know, attending, you know, oh, happy yeah. ending massage parlors, like like Patriots are a winning organization, he still got a lot of crap for that. Yeah, but he's still the owner. It's not yeah, like still, It's not like something that follows him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we should probably move on from this game. <laughs> Tyler, you're up with the next game. Okay, so um, uh, we had, uh, disappointingly, um, a game that seemed winnable for the Eagles uh, coming in. Uh, the offense was actually moving. Uh, oh, the ball was being run okay. more than last week, but still not as much as uh, I'm sure a lot of Eagles fans would like. But unfortunately, uh, when the only way you get the Chiefs to give up the ball on offense is through one interception and the rest is touchdowns, like you're going to lose games. So uh, the Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles 42-30, to 30, uh, led by a pretty good Jalen Hurts performance, but 
Uh, the Chiefs were just able to gash uh, the Eagles defense uh, on the ground and through the air. Tyreek Hill had almost 200 yards and three touchdowns. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire threw up a 100-yard game. Uh, a really good all-around offensive performance by Andy Reid's uh, Kansas City Chiefs team. So, did, 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 did I hear that correctly? Did he say that the Eagles had a, like looked like they should be able to win this game? He did say that. And there I don't were know why. There, there were a few times. And to be honest, like 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 if I'm going to mention anything about the Eagles, I did not expect penalties to be the thing that would be killing this team this year. No, field kicking I, field goals was the problem for the Eagles in this game. They didn't kick field or they kicked field goals instead of going for touchdowns. Well, I mean, they, yeah, they yeah, drove down true, to the three. I mean, you had three touchdowns negated. Uh, I mean, real penalties. Like, like realistically, yeah. did anyone think the game would have been twenty-one to thirteen at half? Because I didn't. No, I, no. I didn't either. I, I, I didn't even think so, the Eagles would have a chance of covering the spread, much less being in the game. Did right. they cover the spread? I don't know. I don't I, remember pro- what the spread probably, for this game probably, was. Probably, it was probably around ten. I, I mean, find out. I, I don't know. I mean, Pat, this this was a, a typical Chiefs performance where their offense is just better and their defense is going to give up points, yeah. like. This is standard Chiefs. Like, team. I didn't think the Eagles would win that game, but, you know, partway through, if they would have managed to, like, steal one, like, it wouldn't have been the most surprising thing with, with watching the with watching the tape. Kansas City it, covered. It was six and a half. Ew. And the over hit by a mile. Yeah. Yeah, it was the probably over under 50. was 55. So. Yeah, I was like, yeah. it was probably 50-something. So, I guess, I mean, Davis, like with you being an Eagles fan, are you more or less confident in Jalen Hurts now after that Chiefs game than you were with the uh, same, the About same the confidence? Same, really? Mainly okay. because the Chiefs' defense, especially their secondary, is not that good. Okay. Yes, you have the Honey Badger back there, but other than that, they don't have a great secondary. So they, I have to see them against a capable defense. Obviously, uh, I th- what is his name for the Cowboys? Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, he is turning, looking like a stud. So, I mean, I still am going to say Jalen Hurts, I'm okay with. The coaching, terrible. And yeah. when when we start saying that we were talking about rookie head coaches, I'm still sticking that Nick Sirianni is probably going to be the first rookie head coach fired because he can't game plan properly at all. Well, I don't you even think f- it's it's the game plan. I think it's the discipline issues. Like, you're the most penalized team in the NFL through four weeks. That, too. And, and that and, still and like, goes through the head coach because you, yeah. you're supposed to be teaching discipline in your practices, and it's supposed to show up on game day. Well, uh, but the thing is, is they still – I think they've ran the ball the least amount of times in the entire NFL. And you're you're supposed right. to have one of these really good running backs in Miles Sanders. And I think Gainwell, the backup, is outrushing Miles Sanders right now. I think, I think he's just – got more yards and more touches because of the passing game, not like him actually getting the, like being handed the ball, which is fair, but they also can't keep an offensive line healthy to save their life. And that, so, yeah, that's been a problem for a number of years, ever since the Super Bowl, honestly. And even, even during the Super Bowl year, they lost Jason Peters. They lost, uh, um, uh, who was the left guard? No, with, no, no, it was Nooski played, but I, but I forgot who left, who, uh, sure. I don't it was know. there before. Regardless, I you think know, my biggest takeaway from this game is Tyreek Hill is still really fucking good. Oh god, he's so fast. He is like, so fast. Oh my god. Like he the only a... play, the only the only couple there's only a couple players that even come close to his speed. John Ross, Marquis Goodwin when he's healthy and Yeah, but uh, they're not good. He's a like an elite receiver though. Oh, 100%. And he's fast. Yeah, yep. he's an elite route runner as well as just a yep. burner. But <laughs> like the, I'm saying there's the only people that are close to him is 
a world-renowned track star. Right. Because Marquise Goodwin was an Olympian. I think he was an Olympian, wasn't he? he? he I, think, I think he went to the Olympic trials, yeah. Yeah. Or he qualified for the trials, I believe. So I, I'll I mean, say that they the Eagles overperformed. So I am impressed I mean, that they put up 30 points and kept it kind of close in this game. But it all in all, it's still the Chiefs moving on. I'm I will say that the Chiefs did what they were supposed to do on offense. They were supposed to torch this secondary. The only really good player yeah. in this secondary is for the Eagles is Darius Slay. And I'm he's bad. Rodney. I mean, he's fresh off injury, but but, but right. Rodney's been a consistently good yeah. uh safety. So, I mean, we can. I'm. I'm totally fine with moving on because yeah, otherwise, we're only going to be doing reviews. Some right. of the Eagles in a loss. Got the bias. Boy. I'm sorry. Yes. All yeah, right. So, T Bone, you got the next one. All right. Washington football team against the Atlanta Falcons. I don't got much takeaway because I mean, Atlanta put up good numbers. My biggest thing is that the Washington football team have a guy at quarterback. Taylor Heineke actually looks like a very good quarterback. Throwing for almost 300 yards and three touchdowns, no turnovers. I mean, he led the team. I mean, he's great. I love Taylor. He's great. I my only takeaway is that um, I'm going to say this for fantasy. Cordero Patterson, holy weirdo. shit, weirdo, holy weirdo. shit, what a weirdo player he is. He is, but he is he is marked as a running back in ESPN and I think Yahoo as well. <laughs> I think and I maybe, thought he was both. He he can be both, but my God, the man put up like damn near forty points. He had my internet strikes finally. Five, <laughs> five receptions for eighty-two yards, three touchdowns, six That's rushes, thirty-four yards. Imagine that losing is, in fantasy because of Cordero Patterson. Imagine uh, thinking, I, I'd imagine fueling. starting Cordero Patterson. I did. I did this week. Yeah, I, the guy I played started him too. I was lost because of fucking Cordero Patterson. Ooh, I won on uh, the like literally the last two minutes of that game last night. Uh, that's also, how sca- I won. also scary Terry decided to have a great game. Thank you. Happy Thank for you. six Terry receptions, one hundred twenty-three yeah. yards, and two tutties. So, so I mean, Falcons I got him continue in, all three to... in my fantasy league. So very happy Can, with Falcons that. continue to lose as we projected. Can we? Can we now crown them last like the twenty twenty yes. Chargers? No, because they Falcons. lose at the end of multiple games this year so far. No, yeah, no. The, Fal- the Falcons no. are exactly what I hope they wouldn't be. Like I thought that <laughs> yeah. you know they had their bad string of luck last year, lost a lot of close games. Just kind of seems to be the curse of the Falcons. Man. And maybe yeah. it's just the Falcons are bad. Uh, moving on. Anything else, guys? No, okay. I don't really think. I mean, do you have Texans Bills next? Is that I do. You- this one won't take long at all. Oh wow. The Texans, the Houston Texans traveled to Buffalo and forgot to show up. Buffalo's defense is still elite, in my opinion. Granted, it is against the Texans, but to pitch a shutout against any NFL team is still impressive. Five turnovers. 40 to nothing with five turnovers. Davis Mills, four four interceptions. He only threw for 87 yards. Jeez. Still more than Justin Fields two weeks Very ago. True. <laughs> Very true. So sad. Um, I mean, yeah. I what, guess, what, what else do you got to say? Like, I don't. Yeah. The offense showed up. The offense showed up of the Bills. The defense showed up of the Bills. Houston stayed in Houston. I got nothing else to say unless got, you guys yeah. got something. Nope. No, and I'd rather not. So that's fair. <laughs> Tyler. 
Yes. You got the next one. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. All right. So uh, NFC North matchup here. Uh, Justin Fields does get the starting nod for the Bears, and he goes on to get his first win in the NFL uh, by bouncing back to beat uh, the winless Detroit Lions. The bite and kneecap strategy doesn't seem to work. Uh, David Montgomery had a hell of a game for the Bears. Uh, It looks like he may have suffered a pretty serious injury towards the end, which is quite unfortunate for uh, him and uh, his fantasy owners. Uh, But the Bears uh, finally got it done. Uh, Hopefully, Justin Fields continues to grow. And uh, God, I feel bad for those Lions, man. See, the thing is, is with Justin Fields, he played like a rookie. He didn't like wow us. He only threw the ball 17 times. He completed 11 of those for 209 yards. He got a a few really good downfield passes to Darnell Mooney. He did throw one pick. He he, Instead of, does this say he had a sack for 24 yards? I don't know. I see that too. Holy shit. He didn't play poorly, though, and he played how he was supposed to play. He was supposed to have the run game get going, and he was supposed to play off of the run game, get the play action going, get pushing downfield, because that's what he is successful at, is pushing the ball downfield. He's got a big arm. Darnell Mooney, I think, is going to start turning into uh, a consistent number two on this uh, Bears team. But other than that, I don't have much to say, because these are going to be two bottom-dwelling teams in the NFC North. I mean, I, I disagree that he did what he was supposed to do. Like, I think he was he made some good throws, but I think he was over, underwhelming. You don't you don't trade up and draft a guy at eleven to have him be a game manager. Like, he yeah, needs to he, be. He needs to. It, like, let's face it: if you're not competing with Aaron Rodgers in that division, what's like what's the point? Like, yeah, sure, Kirk Cousins looks like an MVP caliber player as of through week four weeks. Like, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Sure, he's he's. I mean, I don't know if I would take him or Goff at this point. Like, I mean, can we call a player an MVP caliber player if he's on a one and three team? Like, yeah, because he's played like an MVP, but it's his defense and a missed field goal and yeah. he's. Who are we talking about? Claire Cousins. Cousins. Uh, I don't think he's an MVP candidate. Look at his he's... stats. He's what? top five in almost every category for the NFL. Yeah, yeah but they don't just care. Like, like, like based on stats alone. Like, oh, based on, stat, based on stats fair. alone. That's yeah, fair. yeah. no, no. One and three, you're right. Like, I'm not yeah. saying he needs to be in the conversation. And, I mean, he had a pedestrian – I mean, he had a pedestrian game, but he still threw a touchdown. Whatever, we'll get to it. But, I mean, you don't draft a guy like Justin Fields, who was such a dynamic player at Ohio State, to rely on David Montgomery. You expect him to be – Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rutt. You he also to be is a rookie in his first or his second game starting. But we've seen rookies like take off and look really good. Look at Justin we've Herbert. Seen, we've year, seen, we've seen Herbert. We've seen Burrow flash it last year. We saw Lamar Jackson. We saw yeah. Patrick Mahomes damn near immediately. Well, Patrick Mahomes. But he had the year. He had the year. But, yeah, but okay, year. fine. You saw Trey Lance coming yesterday, and he lit it up. And like, or not yesterday, this weekend, in, in spell of an injured Garoppolo. So I'm just like, I, I don't – I expected more out of Justin Fields. I expected him, the offense would revolve around him rather than David Montgomery. Montgomery That's looks coaching. fantastic. That's coaching. Which is I mean, I also much. think it's a smarter strategy. Like, like if you're going to baptize your quarterback in fire, you might as well make it as easy as you can on him, right? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. So, I mean, they won the game, though. He, yeah. he, and that's he all that matters. managed the yeah, game, but, and he won I mean, the game. And he, maybe he, they're going to open up the playbook a little bit more. But we've already yeah. heard Matt Nagy say that Andy Dalton's still QB1. Yeah, which, see, is, and, which, is, which ridiculous. is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I still didn't think that Matt Nagy had a chance to be fired, but the way he's handling this situation is just terrible. But it also, Justin just, Justin Fields hasn't come out and set the world on fire and commanded that he be he's the starter. I mean, he... They looked a lot better in the first half than they did in the second half. They didn't score in the fourth quarter at all. Like no. they were up what? I think twenty one nothing, fourteen nothing. And they only scored ten points after that and let Detroit fight back it, come back, and at least make it a game in the second half. So if Justin Fields comes out and beats him by three touchdowns and throws two touchdowns for two fifty and like he still doesn't have I don't think he has a passing touchdown in the NFL. He's only had one okay start last week, like I just expected more. I mean, everyone thought, okay, Bears got a good quarter. Like, they got a solid guy. And he started for two weeks and looked bad last week. And then this past – or two weeks ago and this past week looked mediocre. We also have to I look mean, around that team I, and look around and realize how bad that offensive line is. Okay, but they have a good the running back. players aren't very good. Their like Alan Robinson and Darnell, Robinson and Darnell Mooney, Mooney are pretty good. Colcomet's not bad either. Yeah. And they Stephen have one of the better running backs rated. in the league. Yeah, so I think you can find a, wor- a worse. Are we calling David pass. Montgomery one of the better running backs in the league? No, I I'm think he's saying. top. I think he's top half than the bottom half. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'd say top like lower top half at best. Yeah, like ten like, to fifteen. Yeah, I I mean I don't know. I right. don't think that's gonna I mean, be like. I don't think anyone's it's gonna not like Dak Prescott getting Zeke Elliott like. No, but they came in together, so yeah. He also has the fifth most rushing yards, and he's tied for fourth in touchdowns. So he he's is. he's top half. He he's an underrated. He's an underrated player. Yeah, and th- this just might be my Bears by my Bears hatred being biased, but I I like he had some good throws, but I don't think he was consistent enough in those good throws. I mean, he did only throw the ball seventeen times, which correct. I I'm expecting a guy like Justin Fields who like I said, was so hyped, throwing it 20-plus, 25-plus times like they do with Bur- or uh, Lawrence. And, I mean, I think Trey Lance came in and had more passing attempts. He had the same, I think. And he played what? A th- a th- a oh, three quarters? Three quarters? Two half, quarters? Two and I don't a half know quarters. When, I don't know when Garoppolo went out. I didn't watch the game. I did not but, watch that, catch that game I don't know. either. I mean, but, we can move on. I'm just, yeah, moving on to the next game. T-Bone, you got this one. Yes, I do. So this was actually kind of a surprise. I, I thought coming in last week, this was going to be a pretty solid game. Uh, Carolina Panthers against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys offense is still rolling hot. Uh, you know, they win 36 to 28. Um, I think these are both of these teams came in and they have defenses that surprised a lot of people. Uh, I think they're, they're both what three and one at this point. Yep. Yep. Sam Darnold has four touchdowns on the day. Uh, two rushing, two throwing. He has five rushing touchdowns. I was about to say, game. isn't he leading the league in rushing touchdowns? I believe he's got to so. be up there. Like, I um, believe he's leading the league in rushing touchdowns. So Sam Darnold looks to be like a new player, which is what I personally was hoping for. It looks like he's being being able to use his youth and his athleticism that he never was in New York. And I, I mean, yeah, they still lost by twelve and. I mean, I think the Cowboys still obviously have the better offense. That is not but... 12, my friend. What? That is not 12. They lost by eight. Oh, my bad. Okay, I You're thought good. My bad. My bad. <laughs> You're good. My bad. I was, oh, I, no, oh, I, I scrolled down. You shit. I, I scrolled down. Yeah, I scrolled down, and I saw the Bears 24. 
and, oh, okay, and, okay, and, the, okay. and the Cowboys 36. I was, so I was just looking at it. I was like, oh, yeah. No, you're right. That's eight. So, um, yeah. I think the Cowboys rushing yards were eye-popping in this game. God, it was so annoying. I benched Zeke this week. Oops. <laughs> yeah, well, I still won, so it's fine. Roughly, but I, yeah, that was annoying. Roughly uh, 210 yards rushing between Zeke and Tony Pollard. A touchdown from Zeke. Four passing touch. This was almost a Jameis Winston uh, passing performance. 188 passing yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Dak Prescott does look like he is the real deal, as much as that pains me to say. I'm still saying Sam Darnold is going to continue to be a good quarterback with the Panthers. I think he really needs Christian McCaffrey to come back because Chuba Hubbard, he was serviceable, but he was not. He was like Mike Davis last year. He was like Mike Davis. Chuba Hubbard's a good player. So was Mike Davis. But they're not Christian McCaffrey. 100%. I mean, and DJ Moore is continuing to prove that he is worth a number one nod, not Robbie Anderson, which ever since someone, a certain someone said that Robbie Anderson should start somewhere, Mm. uh, he has not been playing very well. Oh, are we really going to get me out? That's that's the the hot take that we're going to take that I said start Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Also, we need to talk about. You've been annoyingly accurate on all your other takes this year. So I do want to say one thing real quick. So last week we were talking about Cisco's question with Rob Gronkowski if he should trade him and then immediately gets hurt. That's not on us. No, well, that's not, not gonna, on us. But that's he, not on us. I hung out we're with him the other day. He was like a certain podcast decided to tell me to keep Rob Gronkowski. And I was like, that's not my fault. He got yeah, that was a, that was a consensus pick, too. We all yeah, it was all us. it was all. I, of us. I mean, outside of injury, like like it was it was the smart move, and injury yeah. happened. So. Yeah. So moving I mean, on I mean, to the, do yeah, you guys yeah, got anything exactly. else on this I mean, one? I mean, I, it was a surprisingly good game. I mean, yeah. so. I think the Panthers are beginning to take that next step to actually being a, like, I don't think, like, I, I think I predicted them right around 500 and they, they're probably going to be right around there. 10 and seven or so nine yeah. and eight. So yeah. we're, I, I, think we're I gonna, like it. I think we're going to start cruising on some of these games. Cause I don't think a lot. Is I don't to be care said about, about that game. I don't games. care about that game. I don't care about, I don't <laughs> care about any of these games until, until my three thirty so, window until like the three thirty window hits. Um, the Colts, went to Miami and they looked pretty good. I mean, the Dolphins looked pretty bad because the Dolphins have looked pretty bad ever since Tua went down. And even before Tua went down, they've looked pretty bad. Unfortunately, my rookie of the year pick is not looking nearly as good as I thought it was going to look. Jalen Waddle's still serviceable, but three receptions for 33 yards is definitely not rookie of the year numbers. No. Fred it up, Devontae Smith. I want to say the biggest breakout player. I don't really know if you can call him a breakout player because he played fairly well last year. Is Jonathan Taylor with a, a hundred and three yards yep. and a tutty? A breakout for him this year because he hadn't played well up until that no. game. Yep. But it was I, very I think... disappointing being a top twelve fantasy pick or so. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Naheem Hines got hurt, so it looks like they might hang on to Marlon Mack a little bit longer just because they're going to need a backup running back. But, I mean, anything more than that, I got nothing else on this game. It's It was no. not a great game to watch. Colts no, won a game they needed no. to win. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Also, is the AFC South, like, one of the worst divisions in football? I think yeah. it is the worst division in yeah. football now. Like, A- after after the Titans lost, yeah, you got to think it's got to be one of the worst. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, congratulations, Matt. Uh, oh, good on you. You're going to the Super Bowl. Whatever, dude. That kid is, that kid did is you see that post he made? Yeah, yeah, I did. The kid is <laughs> one, win and, one win and he's going to the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, yeah. 
So I think next Tyler's game. got the next one. This game yeah. is another snooze fest. Weird, All right. Weird. So Stefanski makes his triumphant return to uh, Minneapolis uh, and uh, uses his uh, very effective run game to trounce the Minnesota Vikings 14 to 7. Which, I mean, I don't think the Browns are that good, guys. I, nah, I I think they're winning ugly. I think they're a normal. They run AFC. the ball and play good defense. Like. Yeah, they're the they're an AFC North like the picturesque yeah. AFC North football team. Like, yep. and that's fine. Not- but like when they they crowned and didn't they, did they pay Baker Mayfield? They give him a contract, right? No, no, it'll be after this year, I believe. Okay, well, the way he's playing, he I don't know if it, he's warranting a big contract. Yes, he's better than all of the previous quarterbacks that they've been trotting out there for the last 10 years. If but it's not broke, like, don't fix it. Like, that's true. You have two really good running backs, but you still have, well, they don't have Jarvis for a little bit, but you have Kareem Hunt. You have uh, Nick Chubb. Chubb. You still have Odell Beckham, who looks like he's still pretty good. He, he's definitely I mean, coming they, down from I last mean, they have- week. Oh, they still have Austin Hooper. He's he's a very he's more of a top top half of the league tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think I think they need to get another wide receiver. I don't think I think Odell's washed. I don't think Odell's good. I don't think he's anymore. washed, but I definitely think he has dropped well well below that middle mark. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely dropped um, well below that middle mark. I think um, the offense of Minnesota should be really good. It's just not. You have really good receivers in Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. And even that tight end has been looking. I mean, he had four receptions for 18 yards, but like the week prior when they they were putting lighting up the scoreboard, all three of those have been playing well. And Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook combined for 54 yards rushing. Well, I mean, well, that's the defense. Well, that's the defense of the Browns, like we said, but Mm -hmm. also Cook was coming off injury. Like, that's why they split so much. I think Madison had what, like 10, 11 carries or something? Yeah, Madison they split had more carries. More carries. Yeah. yeah, he had more carries. So I'm like, Dalvin's also coming off an injury. Right. You didn't, get, you didn't get full Dalvin Cook. The The Browns had to stop Madison and Cook, or a 50% Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins. I mean, as much as I think Kirk Cousins is having MVP numbers, he's still Kirk Cousins. He's not going to win the game. Like, Right. So let's I mean, see who gets the next game. Uh, that'd be I think it's T-Bone. All right. What a great game. The New York <laughs> Giants beat the New Orleans Saints 27 to 21. Sad. Uh, Sad. I mean, Kenny Galladay finally had a, a game worth his contract. Camara looked good. Didn't have a catch in the passing game at all, which is weird. Um, Daniel Jones decided to say, I'm a man. Um, 400 yards, two touchdowns. I am a man. Right. Um, I don't know. It, hey, I will say Saquon had a 50-yard touchdown. It was a catch, but he did have a 50-yard touchdown. That was a week late. Yep. Um, it's just a week late. Thank you, Saquon. Thank Adding you. to my 180-point win in fantasy. Who did we tell? Who did, who did we tell that? Or who did I tell that should have started Chuba Hubbard over Saquon? Sorry. Oh, I don't know. That, God, that I was... hope they didn't listen to you. Uh, <laughs> I, it was one of my two co-hosts, or not co-hosts, my guests on Sunday's show. Yeah, I can't remember no. if it was Corey or Matt. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it was both bad teams. I don't know. I don't think this is a sign of things to come for the Giants. I, I think this Probably is an not. anomaly. I don't maybe a good think thing. That... Maybe a good thing for Daniel Jones. Maybe. Saquon. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it gets some of their their star players back, like on the right path. But I don't think this changes their their destiny of their team this year. I'll say one thing: it, it looks kind real of good for their rookie receiver to do as well as he did in this game uh, for the Giants. Kadarius Tony, it's, it's good to see that he's he's a good player. They have a lot of fast receivers, not great route runners, but they have really fast receivers. And past that, I mean, the Saints continue to start tumbling down, and I don't think they're that great of a team either i think they they have the capabilities and until michael thomas comes back they're going to continue to look this anemic on offense it's looking more and more like you know they were just able to take advantage of a packers team that wasn't ready and packers because of that game they overvalued them yeah week one week one yeah oh okay i see what you're you're Uh, saying mm -hmm. though yeah we have a strong lack of comments today yeah. We have no comments yet, which is really weird. Um, Nobody wants on... to play with me. <laughs> uh, moving on don't, to the next game care. is, I would say, would the, is this the biggest surprise of the weekend? Yeah, I, I think by default. like Not unless, a lot of yeah. surpri- big surprises happened, but moving on to this game, the Tennessee Titans went to MetLife and lost. Lost. Derrick Henry still had a game. Like Derrick Henry, well, a game from hell too. Yeah. Oh boy, that was a great game for him. Thirty-three, one fifty-seven, and a touchdown. Like goodness. I understand the the story. A lot of people are saying the story is Zach Wilson had his coming out game. He played very well. Da 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 da. Corey Davis had his fucking revenge game. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Too. Hundred and eleven like, like, like yards Corey in a Davis tutty. Went in and hundred and eleven yards yeah. in a tutty. Jamison Crowder looks like he's a very capable wide receiver as well, coming off of injury in the slot, seven receptions for 61 yards and a tutty as well. I think, like, the Jets do have weapons. They just, if they can get a running game going, they can actually get this offense going because that's one thing that they have not been able to get going at all is their run game because they have capable passer. He's got a big arm. He's got to reel it in a, a little bit every once in a while, but they have decent weapons in Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder, and even to an extent Keelan Cole, but not really because right. he's not going to consistently put up the numbers he did. But we we also need to remember that Tennessee was rolling without Julio Jones and without A.J. Brown. So Yeah, but the, their offense isn't made around their, their wide receivers, so I don't really – like, it's Derrick Henry. Like, I don't well, – I don't know. Cisco forgot this is a show about football, but – we're a sports podcast, actually. We are I don't... a sports podcast. Yeah. So that is uh, the big thing with baseball right now is the wild card game is about to start, has started, is, is... pish posh, pish posh, whatever. Oh my pish god, posh. dude! Just they have not started yet. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it starts at like seventeen Seven. or something. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Uh, but anything else? I, no, uh, I, mean, I don't really care about this game. No, not really. Okay, great. Because oh, I love oh, this next game. Me. Great. Um, damn it! How did so, this formation okay. get him? So. I just want to say if we can talk because I got to leave in ten. So if we talk about this game and the Packer game, and then you guys can wrap it up. Whatever. All right, cool. I'm I'm gonna okay. bow out for a little okay. bit. Okay. So go I'm just off, gonna game. say here we go. Um, I am the greatest predictor of sports ever invented because you know the only team left that's undefeated is my Arizona Cardinals. Um, you know, I even self admittedly said I don't see the Cardinals scoring more than like twenty some, maybe thirty one points. You know, they hand a thirty seven bomb on these LA Rams. So. Kyler, oh god, I just love it. It was great. It was, it was so fun to watch. I wanted to talk shit in like the third quarter. I was like, ah, I don't know. It was still kind of close. And and then we took over. So I'm a big fan. I I think Cardinals 
you have to say the Cardinals are legit. Like, <laughs> you, you have to, right? <laughs> I can't, like, I am, I am what I am, man. It, you know, just check mark it. Um, are you done already? I was giving you the floor for a good like two minutes. Nah, nah, minutes. nah. I mean, I, I mean, of what? I can't say Kyler Murray's the best player in the NFL more than one time. Like, the defense that everyone doubted many different is ways, legit. Chandler Jones, JJ Watt, they are legit. Isaiah Simmons looks legit. I just love this football team. I'm glad we're undefeated. I'm a I'm officially a Cardinals fan. What's Better up? go get a jersey, dude. I thought about it. I thought about it, and I swear. But I'll let you know right now. If it's Cardinals Packers NFC Championship game, I'm rooting for the Packers. So I'm gonna make that clear wow, right shocker. now. Man, would that right be now. a great championship game? That would be great. Oh, wow. be a repeat of what the uh, 2000. No. Uh, they played a couple times twice. in the playoffs. The what? The, yeah. the Cardinals beat the Packers to go to their Super Bowl against the Steelers. Didn't they beat them twice? Yeah, that's and when the that Cardinals... was when the toe touch, and then the Cardinals Larry Fitzgerald overtime game. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. So, um, yes. To talk about the other I was going to call it the Jeff Janis uh, um, Hail Mary Hail Mary game. <laughs> Somebody want to yeah. remind me who said this? Because I don't no remember one. anybody saying this. No one, because it still didn't happen. I mean, I don't. I mean, they played well, but we'll get to that game, Cisco. Yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah. Good yeah, luck so to your Red got, Sox. Yeah. What do you guys got to say about this Cardinals Rams game? I will say that the Rams are still one of the elite teams in the NFL. That's fine. Um, but there is a very large shortcoming to this team, and that is their run game and or lack thereof. Uh, Matthew Stafford is a great quarterback, but he cannot do it without a running game. Just like nobody can really do it without a running game, unless your name is Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. Um, Sony Michelle, not a good running back. Daryl Henderson still partially injured. Yes. I think Henderson is a good running back. He like, he put up good numbers. Why is this team not re-signed Todd Gurley? Can we talk about that for a second? Like Todd why Gurley's is Todd Gurley? Dog shit. Yeah, I don't know why they'd run a three. I don't know. I would have signed Le'Veon Bell or Mark or I Mark Ingram or Pet, what whatever running trade back trade for a guy like right. I want Miles Mack. Sanders. You can have Miles Sanders at this point. Apparently, I, we don't want him. So real it's quick, true. I know I, w- I want to get like power rankings from T Bone before he gets out of here. Uh, yeah. Is the top three? Who's your top three? Do you just want to give me my top five? So, yeah, go for it because I know who's your number one. It's Might as well give us your top thirty. <laughs> uh, well, okay, 30 me, is Jacksonville. Ball let me, State. Let me, let oh, me, oh, just, let me just pull this up. I don't want to. Okay. Okay. So, not, so number number one, <laughs> number one is the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Number Kinda two. Right, right. I mean, number two. They didn't look great, but I still would have to. It, I think it's the Tampa Bay. Just because it's still Tom Brady, I got you. Have to respect Tom Brady. That like they're gonna look bad at times in the regular season. It's kind of like the Spurs effect. Like you got to give them their props. They're still gonna be a better team, a good, well coached, good team. Mm-hmm. Then I think it's you guys are gonna be surprised. I think it's the Chargers. Wow, over the Packers. Then it's the Packers, and then I think it's uh, the Bills. Wow. Okay. Cowboys be honest, being six. So I you don't have the Rams. Where do you put the Rams then? How far down that line do you put the Rams now? Like seven, seven or eight. Seven. Okay. 
Where I, did you have him the week before? Because you higher, you four? had him fall down. That, that that's three or four. Yeah, that's a hell of a fall down. Great. Yeah, but I mean, I think I had Arizona at three at four or five. I guess. And so for them, for Arizona to jump that high after beating the team that was above them, I think it's similar to how uh, the like college teams would. You do it. You drop. You lose to still a, a ranked team. You're not going to lose drop that far, but. I'm mildly surprised you have the Bills as low as you have them, but that's just yeah. my opinion. Yeah, that's it's fair. not my power ranking, so I can't tell you where to put them. I can yeah. yell at you, but we don't have enough time for that. No. Why don't you take the reins on your Packer game as well? Okay. The Packers. Oh, let me get back to the scores. I don't want I got to do the same thing because then we're going to have yeah, to go back I, up yeah, two I, games. Skip yeah. around a little bit here. A little bit. That's okay. Well, I mean, we also talked about the Eagles well before we were supposed to. But that's that's because his, his screen I know, is different than I know. ours. I know. I, I know. I'm just saying. Don't. You're good. Um, I mean, the Packers look good. Um, they looked in control of the game the whole time. I don't, I, there was times I was like, eh, I don't know. Is Ben, Big Ben going to figure it out? But Big Ben looks absolutely terrible. That man cannot throw the ball more than 10 yards. And that's generous. Um, Najee Harris looks like a player. I'm sorry that he has to be with Big Ben. Hopefully they get a quarterback that can help him out. And they have good wide receivers. Deontay Johnson had a good game, I believe. Nine uh, receptions for 92 yards and a tutty. Touch up, yeah. Um, AJ Dillon looked really it, fucking good. It looks like they're more going to like not a running back by committee, but AJ Dillon's going to beat the shit out of the team and then to like loosen them up. And Aaron Jones is going to take the little pass or run the ball in from the five. Or mm-hmm. it, I, I'm not th- ready to say you can start either. Obviously, if you have Aaron Jones, you're starting Aaron Jones in fantasy. 100%. That's what I, I do think, in one of my leagues. I, I think if you have to, it's starting to become more of a Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt situation than a running back by committee where they're both serviceable. You have a clear number one, but the number two has his usage. Cowboys, too, uh, with, with Elliott right. and Pollard. Yep. Right. Like, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's a lot closer to Elliott Pollard than it is a running back by committee or a. I, think I would Nick compare him to the Chargers. Hunter. I would compare him to the Chargers backfield. Ugh. Austin Eckler and uh, Roundtree. You don't get to talk about Eckler. I don't. You no. You that, that's, you why waiting. that's why we're waiting. I love. That's I why love we're waiting Eckler. until you leave. That's fine. I love Austin <laughs> Eckler. I I picked him up. Do you like want him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fine. I'll take him. I'm not going to overpay for him because you don't want him. You're not going to get me on that. But I mean, I was a fan. Of, I, need I took a good Eckler. trade offer to, for, to let him go. I just. Got, I took, I just... I took Eckler when Melvin Gordon had his holdout a couple years ago, and people were like, that's crazy. And Eckler was like, no, I can do this. And he played oh, 100%. perfectly fine. And that's why they let Melvin Gordon go and just said, right. fuck it. Um, but, but I mean, the Packers, like I said, they seemed in control. Randall Cobb had a coming out party. Welcome back to Green Bay, I guess. Um, that was cool to see. I mean, you can tutties. tell Aaron Rodgers looks for that fucker on third down. Oh, 100%. He's the only one who he threw to on third down. Which I think, I think is Aaron's point of I need the guys I can trust on third down to get we're at third and seven. Randall Cobb's at the seven and a half yard mark getting the first down. Don't like, take this personally. I think uh Devontae Adams had one of his worst games as a Packers today or on prob- Sunday. Probably probably he had what? I mean he had what five for sixty or five for He had six like or sixty four, but on eleven targets. And two of them were drops. And gra- I mean, granted, he's he he does have the best hands uh and I would say him and Keenan Allen have the best hands in the league. I wouldn't say hands. I would say route running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams' strength is his route running. Then, like, I, like he, he doesn't drop hands. the ball he very ha- often. He has good hit Right, because his route running is so elite, he's always wide open. Correct. 
but I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I I don't think there's much more to say about this game because I mean the Steelers are bad. Yeah, they yeah, didn't. Yeah. We, like I said, like I said, at no point did you think the Steelers were going to come back or and beat. Like TJ Watt does look still like he's hurt mm-hmm. on that Rogers scramble. Like TJ Watt usually should be able to catch him. Oh, easily. Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Big Ben should have retired. All right. Well, at this but I have, point, I do have to get out of here. So, I think boys. we're losing T-Bone. Adios, Thank you for showing up. Peace. Yep. We'll talk to you tomorrow, bud. Later, boys. See ya. All right. Good. He's gone. Thank God. Thank God. The Cardinals are a paper tiger. I'm dying on that hill. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Why didn't you? Why didn't you say that earlier? Because I don't want him to yell at me. <laughs> so I just I just hate that he's right so often. It's bullshit, David. He's not right so often. He picked the Steelers to win that division. We have not Did given really? him any shit on that. Oh. I mean, you and me still look pretty good. But the if the Bengals take that division somehow, oh my god. Yo, Jesus Christ. That would be something. I would I'd, I'd be all for it. I'd be all good for god. it. I would be so for it. I and love Joe. Imagine if they win a playoff game too. Where like Marvin Lewis would like roll like off his couch in, in shock. I still don't think Andy Dalton's won a playoff game. Uh no, he is not. Because what team what other team is he? He's been on the Cowboys, Cowboys and just the Bears. Is that it? Yep. Yep. All right. Moving on to the other NFC West uh competition was the Seattle Seahawks traveled to where the hell what the hell city do they play in now? They don't play in San Francisco. I don't know where the hell they Santa play. Santa Mira or something? Yeah. Santa Monica, something like that. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks traveled to San Francisco to take on the 49ers, successfully defeating them 28-21. Jimmy G left the game with a calf injury. They are saying he could come back as early as this weekend. But I Trey Lance did have a very successful outing, in my opinion. Nine for 18, granted, is not great. 157 yards and two touchdowns. Like, he did look good, yeah, but he, he didn't look to... great. He looked like how he was supposed to look. Again, Trey Sermon finally looking like the running back that people were saying he was supposed to be coming out of college from Ohio State. Um, granted, they have no one else at running back. They have no. Jacques Patrick. Jacques Patrick, what a name. That is a good name. Where the hell did he come from, though? Uh, It's his first season out of Florida State. He played for Florida State? He did. Never heard of anyone named Jacques Patrick. I mean, even though in a loss, Debo Samuel still, I mean, he's got to be close to him and Cooper Cup are competing for number one in fantasy football numbers. Debo's been the steal for me this year. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Eight receptions, 156 yards, and two touchdowns. Like, that man competed basically with the numbers of Tyreek Hill and Cordero Patterson this weekend, at least fantasy-wise. Obviously, two of the most elite uh, uh, targets in the NFL, right? Right. And I'm looking at these numbers (laughs) and, like, how did Seattle win this game? Russell Wilson threw for 149 yards and two touchdowns, but I mean, the rushing game didn't get going. Passing game wasn't really elite in any way, shape, or form. It looks like it was the defense. Yep. And that just sounds bizarre to say about the Seattle Seahawks because I don't think, see, I still don't think Seattle's defense is that good, but they're at least improving. Jamal Adams is still one of the better or one of the best safeties in the league. I mean, Bobby Wagner's still there, so he's still, I would say, I, he's not a lead anymore, but I would still give him top 10 nods at middle linebacker. I'd agree. Like, like he's still 
he's still a top linebacker in his position. But but honestly, I think this just comes down to uh, the fact that Jimmy G went out and, you mm-hmm. know, the game plan wasn't for Trey Lance. Like, maybe he was in the playbook somewhat. But, I mean, Trey Lance is a rookie. He, he looked like a rookie at times, but also is showing the flashes that everybody thought he was going to have coming out of North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if I think if either they game planned for Trey Lance going into this game or Jimmy G was able to finish the game, I think there was a much better chance that the 49ers were actually able to take this over the Seahawks. Because, yeah, you're right. Like, the numbers sheet doesn't lie, and it says that the Seahawks probably should have lost this game. So I think that inconsistency at quarterback and not having the right plan in place uh, kind of sent them to their demise. So how close do you think these two teams are to the other two NFC West teams? Is there a gap? No, I, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, if there if there is, it's very small. Like the NFC West, as we thought, was going to be the best division in football. It is the best division in football. Like, 100%. like, like the lowest I could see one of these teams going is like nine and eight, which is still like, a winning record. Which is yeah, yeah, which is incredible. I mean, like, how many times does that happen? Where where every team in a division has a winning record? You're also going to see like, the possibility of an entire. Can you have an entire division go to the playoffs? No. No. Because there's only two wild card spots. I think I thought there was three. No. Hold on. Let's see. I mm-hmm. thought something changed at some point standings. No, I, you may have been you may be right. I, I guess there is a chance if that if that rule is still true where there's three uh wild card spots. You have what the fuck? Did they just do it one year? Because no, they, they they definitely carried it over. Okay. So the only team that gets a bye is the number one seed. Yes. That, so yeah, two yeah, would then right. face was, seven, three would face six, and four would face five. So you have four division winners, three wild card spots. It is possible that an entire div- one division can go. Uh, all teams can go to the playoffs. The likelihood very low. insanely low. Very but if low. there's any year that it is possible, it is this year with the NFC West. Well, the only reason I say it won't happen is they're going to eat each other up. Like I think the Rams can come back and beat the Cardinals. I think any of these teams can beat the other team. Like I I, I think there's a very good chance like if all these teams are going to make the playoffs, like they would have to go one and one in all their division games. Yeah, right? Like like it would it would have to be dead even and then they'd have to dominate their non-division games. I would agree with that. Like, like which, which I could realistically see happening. So, yeah, 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 right. yeah. No, it's 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 going to be interesting. Looking forward, I, I love you, T Bone. Still think the the Cardinals have some losses coming. They won Stay a game that they probably should have lost, but we'll <laughs> say with your chest next time. <laughs> we'll see how they look. No, uh, no, the next game is yours, bud. All right, so we had. Uh, oh. The Ravens go in to face the Broncos. Uh, speaking of Paper Tiger, uh, mm-hmm. the Broncos proved that after a 3-0 start, they have come back down to planet Earth uh, and got eviscerated uh, with a very strong fourth. Uh, I'm sorry, with a very strong second quarter uh, from the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson had a pretty great day passing two, uh, 22 for 37, 316 yards in a tutty. Uh, Latavius Murray. Th- only a second 300-yard passing day of his career. Really? Yes. Ooh, 100%. Uh, yeah, that that also doesn't uh, shock me too much. No. Uh, but uh, yeah, Marquise Brown still looked pretty good. Latavius Murray still looks like a, a decent back in this league. Uh, but the Ravens just showed that they are a, a, a much better team on almost all levels than the Broncos. And the Broncos have come back to planet Earth. So 
I still think the Broncos have opportunities to win games. Do, do I see them making the playoffs? Mm, maybe. So. If in, they're going to make the, the playoffs. West? No way. No, they're not going to win that division. No fucking way they're going to win that division. They're I'm not even that, coming in third in that division. I and, think they and can. And there's no way they. I think the Raiders, I, I think we need to put some respect on the Raiders, but I also don't think we need to put too much respect on the Raiders, which we I, will I get know. to that think, when we talk I, about I, the Raiders. I think the Raiders are a more polished team than the than than the Broncos. The Broncos have had You also have to remember that Teddy Bridgewater got hurt in this game. That's true. And 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 they also lost their number two target, KJ yeah. Hamler. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean so I think in the offseason they go and get one more wide receiver. Uh, which is probably insane in the draft. Because, because they've already spent so much at the wide receiver position with Hamler and Judy and Portland. Well, Sutton, Jerry so Judy, so that's young. another person who's been out. So that's yeah. why, I mean, granted, they haven't beat anyone like we said that before, but I still think this Broncos team is capable of winning nine games, 10 games. And that's saying that they would I, have I, to I lose. They would have to lose to over like half of their eight. remaining games. What? I think it's closer to like five to like seven or eight wins for this mm. Broncos team. That like, means like, they're going to go on a massive losing streak. I think they will. I think there's plenty of wins. Just not. It's going to be tough in their division. I think they can beat the. I think they can beat the Raiders. I do not think they can beat the Chiefs. Although, if the the Broncos can defense can make uh, the Chiefs beat them with in different ways, they have weapons and they can bracket certain ways to cover Tyree Killer, Travis Kelsey. They have an opportunity, but I still don't see it as a realistic outcome to have the Broncos beating the Chiefs. The Chargers look, I think the Chargers are a top five team in the entire league. And I don't I, think I, that's I, really a stretch. I I mean, but with the Chiefs too, like, like they don't look like unbeatable. Like they don't look like the 2007 Patriots where, where like they were just rolling in with every game. Like, like who the Chargers? No, the, the Chiefs. Oh yeah. The, the Chiefs, Chiefs look- the Chiefs are definitely beatable. They're definitely yeah. not the team they were the last couple of years where that offense was so dominant. And right. I was trying to say that in the in the preseason, like in our preview shows, like, yeah, we thought they were gonna win all of these games, but I was like, Don't be surprised if they come down to earth and they're not as like phenomenally great because the rest of this division is capable of coming up and doing better because i think the chargers are going to be good for years to come too. their team is so young outside of their number one wide receiver in keenan allen who i think is 29 30 so other than I think that the line's they, a little old too outside of slater yeah and they'll like, they'll keep working it but i mean they have the, they have the right head coach now i think they have one of the better defenses they don't have an elite defense but they have a top half defense they, they have a lot have, of good pieces on that defense. They have a lot of good pieces, like their running backs with Austin Eckler. They have good receivers in both uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Jared Cook is still a serviceable tight end, even knew, with his man. older age. But like they, they, they have pieces everywhere. And I mean, I think that's. Oh no, no, no! no. Do which one do you want first? Sunday's prime time or Monday night? I'll which do one Sunday's do you want to talk about time. first? You want to do Sunday's prime time first? Yeah. All right, we'll 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 finish up on that division in a second. Okay. Um, I think real quick, I think the Ravens are. Oh, you're right. I guess I guess we should just talk about Monday night because we are like talking about that division, right? And yeah. just to, to just to polish up that uh, Ravens half of it, they did look good. I still think the Ravens. I still think that division, as good as we thought this division was going to be, I see a world where Cincinnati can win this division. Oh, I absolutely do. Like, like, I think that division's more up in the air than a lot of other divisions in the league right now. Like, mm-hmm. 
I, I don't think Cleveland, like, I think Cleveland could be due for a few stinkers because of how their offense is centered around. Uh, because because they face any offense that can, you know, pick apart that defense, they're kind of screwed because, you know, you force Baker to throw the ball, you're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens can only win a few different ways, and the Steelers don't look good. Like, there's a world where your Cincinnati Bengals are I'm the AFC North champion. I'm here for it. If yeah. they win the division, I'm definitely here for it. I, I'd be so happy for Bengals fans. That means they have to win a playoff game, though, because they haven't done that in ages. Since it's the nineties, <laughs> something like that. They yeah. definitely haven't won since two thousand because I keep referring back to that graphic. But uh, yeah, Marvin t- Marvin Lewis has never won a playoff game. No, as, as and a, he's been to like six playoffs. Yeah, which is insanity. But moving on to Monday night, we'll come back. We'll bounce back to Sunday night's game. Sure. Uh the the Las Vegas. I almost said Oakland. The Las Vegas undefeated Las Vegas Raiders travel to L.A. and SoFi Stadium to face the L.A. Chargers. Losing in this effort, twenty-eight to fourteen. I enjoyed this game very thoroughly. Don't forget, uh, it wasn't just the Chargers; it all it was also the LA Lightning bolts who uh, mm-hmm. came in and uh, delayed. Okay, sorry, that was a bad yeah. Game. Let's start with that. <laughs> so I turned on the game yesterday, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm ready. I got I got a good snack. I'm sitting here. I got my soda. I'm ready to go. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we're in a rain, we're in a, a weather delay. And I'm like. It doesn't matter what team is at home. They're in a dome. Okay. They so, have a so, roof. So I actually found the reasoning as to why that is. Because it's a glass top roof, the league policy is that if lightning were to strike and shatter the roof uh, and, you know, rain glass on top of players and fans, uh, that would not be a good look. So the lightning okay. delay was justified for for that reasons, but yeah, I mean it is a closed stadium, little yeah. weird, a little weird. But I mean yeah. it's a, it's all right. We eventually they eventually got to play. The first half was, if I'm not mistaken, a dominant one from the Chargers. I'm gonna look, bring up the that they scored 21 unanswered points in the first half. Blanked yep. them in the first half. Justin Herbert was dominant with three touchdowns in the first half. Little did we know he wasn't going to throw another touchdown pass in this entire game. But I mean, the real story of this game is I think Austin Eckler is a top five white uh, running back in this league. Just trying to sell that trade, aren't you? I'm going to keep selling it. <laughs> T Bone, if you're listening, he's a top five running back in this league. <laughs> Did you Top see that five? video of him doing one arm pull-ups? Yeah. But insanity. But I I don't think he's top five. Okay, so here. So right running backs that are currently right now better than Austin Eckler. Uh Derrick Henry. Uh Christian McCaffrey doesn't count because he's injured. Um Dalvin Cook, even even injured, Dalvin Cook is still a better running back. Oh, I think I take Aaron Jones over him. I take Nick Chubb over him. Okay. Jonathan Taylor's iffy. I still think I take Eckler over Taylor. Um, God, I know, I know, I'm missing some people. Elliot, I, I wouldn't put. I'm not, not going to oversell Elliot. I'm not putting Zeke there. Um, I'll bring up stats. I'll bring up stats and I'll name off a couple names. For yeah, you. no, I because I I know I'm missing. I, I'm running. You're missing Mixon. 
I no, I I I still might take Eckler over Mixon. Alvin Kamara. Oh, Kamara. I definitely take Kamara over him. Let's see. I think that's it. Uh-huh. Cuz now you're starting to get into like Chris Carson. Yeah, no. So here's your here's your people who have more rushing yards right now and this is only rushing yards because he still also is a threat sure. out of the back uh, to yeah. catch out of the backfield. Derrick Henry, far and away the number 1 receiver with 510 rushing yards. Nick Chubb, 362. Joe Mixon, 353. Zeke, 342. David Montgomery, even hurt, 309. Alvin Kamara, 297. And Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, 291. And then you get to Austin Eckler, who has 283 yards. Yeah, I mean, you're overselling them, buddy. (laughs) Like, I don't care if I'm overselling him or not. I still think he is his value because catching out of the backfield, that's only rushing yards. That's That has nothing to do with receiving yards. I still think Austin Eckler is proving that he is capable of being, uh, continuing to prove that he is a number one back in this league, and he is a top half, top ten. He's I'm definitely still saying top, top five. Like, I'm still saying top five. You can disagree with me. That's he's fine. definitely top half. He's he's definitely in the top ten, but definitely in like the lower of the top ten. So is he? Would you call him the MVP of this game? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah, At least but, we have that. But but that doesn't mean like he's better than like Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara or Dalvin Cook right now. He did single handedly win this uh, week for me because I was facing Justin Herbert. I was losing. Uh-oh. I was losing by six <laughs> points <laughs> and I was facing Justin Herbert. Austin Eckler with like three minutes left in the game, broke off a 20 yard touchdown run to put me up by like 0.3 yard, uh, points and then had that 20 yard run and ended up giving me a two point win against my opponent this week. Sorry, Ryan. Oh, Saquon. <laughs> I forgot about Saquon. I definitely think oh, I forgot about it. Saquon. I definitely wouldn't put him over Austin right now, though. Oh, I Wait. would. Like, he has to I consistently think, show that he can come oh, back. Sure, but but I still think Saquon's a better talent and has has more potential. I went regard, too but... far. All right, we need to start speeding some of this up because we do yeah. have to talk about next week at least a little bit. As much hype as this game got, media hype, you got no hype out of me. I was not excited for this matchup at all for Monday night. The Buccaneers, Tom Brady's return to Foxborough to take on Bill Belichick, because that was the headline. Bill Belichick against Tom Brady. You know what happened? Mac Jones showed up. He played very well. He outthrew Brady. He outthrew Brady, not by much. Brady threw no touchdowns. Brady threw no interceptions. The lone touchdown that was scored, is that really what the lone touchdown that was scored was on? Defense? They only had one touchdown? Ronald Jones has the, had the only touchdown for the Buccaneers and a shit ton of field goals, it looks like. Yep. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, that's what here, it looks like. It so, two, so, Mac Jones is looking like... Three, three, seven. Yeah, and two field goals in the fourth. Against what I've been saying, he does look like the best rookie quarterback right now. He played well against the, the Super Bowl champions, throwing two touchdowns, only one interception. Granted, he is a rookie. He is going to throw interceptions. But completing 31 of 40 passes for 275 yards is really impressive against, I mean, I guess it's a really bad secondary because they had to go sign Richard Sherman and then Charlton Davis, the third, got hurt 
excuse me, as well. So, I mean, that is a very damaged secondary that they were going up against. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the rushing game was non-existent for New England. Do I know how many yards they had on the ground? It's probably like under 40. Okay, you better go way lower than that. It's lower than 40? It's non-existent. It's actually so non-existent that it was negative one yards. Oh, they pulled an Eagles. Nice. They pulled an Eagles. Nelson Aguilar was your leading rusher with four yards. Mac Jones Jones had negative one yards rushing. Damian Harris, four carries, negative four yards. That's kind of impressive to go backwards uh, for one yard every time. So to say that it's impressive that New England still all had a chance to win this game while rushing the ball, rushing for negative one yards on the entire day is impressive. That's all I have to say about this game because it wasn't it was exciting to watch a defensive struggle a little bit. But I mean, it was it was more of a storyline game than an actual good game, which which is unfortunate. I saw somewhere that like the Patriots gave out like almost triple the amount of credentials they normally do for this game. Mm -hmm. So 100 percent. Um, let's look at these real quick. Are we looking at games for upcoming week or I was looking at the banners real quick and then I was going to go right to the games because, uh, ah, this is what I wanted to talk about. Are the chargers a team to beat in the AFC West or is it still the chiefs? No, right now it's the chargers because the chiefs have two, two losses and, Mm uh, and one of them is to the chargers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the chargers until proven otherwise. So. Uh, I don't think it's fair to say that, but I oh, yeah. and and the reason I say it is that the Chargers have a more complete team. Granted, you they the Chiefs still have Patrick Mahomes, which if you have Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, you have a chance to win any game. Justin Herbert is starting to launch himself into that stratosphere of elite quarterbacks in the league. He's not there yet. I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit. He's not there yet, but he's starting to take steps into like the conversation of he's going to be a a good quarterback for years to come. I think that the young, the youth movement that's coming in is Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. Who am I leaving out? Uh, Lamar. Yeah, probably. That's okay. So that's four. And then, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is obviously already there. So that that's your five quarterbacks that are probably going to run this league for the next 10 years. Until somebody proves us otherwise. I mean, Dak maybe. Like mm, how how old is Dak? Dak's maybe a year younger than Carson Wentz, so 26, 27. Is he that young? Yeah. I feel like he's been in the league for a while. It's 28. 28? Okay. 28. Oh, I didn't realize I, I timed out there. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, so, I mean, I think that's our young quarterbacks that are going to be taking over the league. Granted, Joe Burrow has the opportunity. Uh, we'll see what these rookies are. Yeah. We don't know what someone Sam Darnold could actually turn into something, but I don't think he will. Carson Wentz is garbage. Still, still have hope for Jalen hurts, but we'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Daniel Jones looks bad. Jameis looks bad. Tannehill. I mean, he's a little bit older. He's rookie serviceable level. Stafford's older. Wilson's starting to get older. Garoppolo is not it. Yeah, Teddy is not great. Yeah, I just went through the whole fucking league. Derek Carr maybe, but Derek Carr is starting to Derek Carr's getting older. Yeah. All right. So looking at these upcoming games this week. Okay. Yeah. So so there's a question, Davis. What game are you most excited for this coming week? There's actually a lot. Yeah. 
I would agree. I, There's a lot I, of good games on the slate here. Look at it. So this. let's start with the hometown game real quick. Okay. The, the, we're gonna we're gonna cruise through this half. Yeah. Packers traveling to Cincinnati to face the Bengals. I think this is I'm going not gonna to lie. Close... I think that's actually gonna be a really fun game. I I <laughs> agree. It's also gonna be a fun game. The line is set at three points towards Green Bay. I think it's going to hit about three points. I think Joe Burrow is going, especially if Jair Alexander is going to be out this game, because currently he is sitting Ooh, on questionable. That. Yeah. Because he had an AC joint injury, I think it was. Oh. So if he doesn't play and Kevin King is also out. Your number one corner is now Eric Stokes, the first round uh, this year, first rounder this year. I think Joe Burrow can start passing on this, and if that's what the case is, that you don't have that, you still don't have Zadarius Smith. That defense is starting to get damaged real fast. Joe Mixon can run on this team because the Packers have, the last couple of years, have been very susceptible to a good running game. Yep. And Joe Burrow has a lot of weapons, not just Tyler Boyd. They still have T. Higgins. They still have Jamar Chase. They have a lot of weapons. I think this is going to be a lot closer game than everyone thinks. But I well, am... well, I mean, the line shows that they think it's going to be a very mm-hmm. close game, too. I mean, because realistically, Packers are with home field like six point favorites. Yeah, five or six. I think yeah. home field gives you three points. Yeah. So. So, I mean, going through these, I mean, Rams Seahawks is another NFC West uh, battle. I, I want to say this is going to be a close game and it probably <laughs> will be, even though I don't yeah. think it will be. I think the Rams could run away with that game fast, but knowing the Seahawks, they never really just die right away. So I think this, I think it's going to be a closer game, but I still think there is a big possibility that they could bust this open to a, a three possession win. Uh, Yeah. Bill's chiefs looks, uh, looks like it'll be a good game. Browns chargers. <laughs> I'm actually kind of excited for You're going to laugh at this. I'm, I don't want to watch this game. But I know there's going to be some storylines around this. Broncos and Steelers. Those two defenses. You know how it, it, the line oh, is okay, set okay. at 39 and a half. I've never seen a line under 40. <laughs> 39 and a half. And they got Pittsburgh. Wow. They have Pittsburgh favored. I think the Broncos win that game. I, I think there's a good chance. Like, like if you're asking me who I take, like Ben Roethlisberger or if Jacoby. Bridgewater plays. but Jacoby. Or no, 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 no. I'm on the wrong team. I, I looked immediately to the next game. My dumbass. It would be either Bridgewater or Drew Locke. Yeah. So I, <laughs> it's sad to say, but like at this point in his career, I think, I think it's more of a toss up than Ben Roethlisberger fans would like it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's yeah. defense against defense. Dolphins, Buccaneers, it's going to be a, a bloodbath. Saints, are Washington. Are you still on the, sorry, sorry. Are you still on the ESPN uh, version for, for, for week five? Yeah. So, like, can you see like the ticket prices and what they're yeah. going at for going for right now? Yeah. You see, uh, you see how low uh, Lions uh, Vikings is. Lions Vikings and thirty dollars. Uh, oh God, uh, Titans Jaguars. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like twenty three bucks. Shit. Oh my God, they can't give tickets away in Jacksonville. No, apparently not. That's hilarious. Oh my God, though. I would I I would kill to have. It, it, but like, um, brand new stadium for the Raiders, two hundred six dollars the lowest ticket you could buy. Yeah, and that's only the Bears coming into town. Yeah, right. So imagine if it's like, ooh, so let's see here. So. Oh, you're going down a rabbit hole. You're going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm going down a rabbit hole. Get out of the rabbit hole. Get out of the rabbit hole. Oh, so they're they're in Denver. So let's check week seven. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep talking. uh... Okay, I'm going to keep talking. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. blah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Miami is traveling to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. I don't think that game's going to be close. I think 10 is too 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 lenient of a line. I think that don't think that game's going to be any good. Saints Washington, uh they have New Orleans favorited. I know he friend. They have New Orleans favorited on the road against Washington. I think Washington actually wins that game. Mm. You're going to get all of these picks. You're going to get all of these picks this Sunday, by the way. By the way, we are, if if anybody is watching this and you want to be on the show and p- do picks with us, we're going to start recording everybody's picks. And we're whoever has the best record at the end of the season, uh, we're going to be giving away free merch that I am going to uh, run by the boys and we're going to create together. So if you want to be on the show, you want to win free merch, Definitely either hit me up, Tyler up, or T-Bone up, or anybody who really comes on this show and say, hey, I want to be on your pick'em show. I want to try and win free shit. Definitely come on and, and pick some games with us. It's actually a lot more fun than you think because we get to yeah. yell at each other all the fucking time. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Davis, I got it. So, uh, week 10, I'm still the Chiefs come into town and play the Raiders. Let's see if you can guess the ticket price without going over. Don't look. The Chiefs going to the the Raiders. The Chiefs are going to the Raiders. So in that brand new stadium, good team coming in should be a good game. The lowest ticket price will be three hundred. No, four hundred and eighty-five dollars. You should have stuck with your first guess. Three hundred forty-nine dollars. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 It's it's the Chiefs coming into town, division rival. It's 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 warranted. Looking where, at these, looking at these games, I know you want to talk about it because we're both Eagles fans, so we're going to talk about it. Because even though T Bone doesn't like it, we talk about them anyway. Eagles Panthers on the road. Carolina's favorite three and a half. Must win game for the Eagles. M- must, must win game win. for the Eagles. And if they lose this game, I start. I don't think they tank, but I think they start really testing the waters on like should they go for another quarterback or should they get an elite wide receiver, an actually elite wide receiver. Are, if they really seem like they're done with these running backs, do you go and get one of these running backs out of college or yeah, what do so, they do with this? See, I think so it, it it'll be great because because if you do end up sucking this year, do you you're probably guaranteed a top ten pick. Sure. Um let's say everything goes perfect and you do get a first round pick for the Colts, and I don't think if they start sucking that they'll just give the pick to the Eagles. So let's say best case scenario, like you'll get like pick 13 or 14 from the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with the Dolphins, if the Dolphins continue to stink it up, there's a possibility you can get another top 10 pick there. So you, so you can get some good players. Mm-hmm. Where I would go is I would ideally not like them to go to quarterback. Like that's why I want Jalen Hurts to succeed so bad, because then we could use those on other blue chip players, maybe on the defense or, or on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I, I would like going receiver again, and I would definitely like actually maybe looking at like a Micah Parsons or like an Isaiah Simmons style linebacker for this team. I I, I think they really need like a really young, solid, aggressive leader on that defense. They're sorely missing that. Yeah, because their defensive leader for so many years was Malcolm Jenkins. Yep, who's now on the Saints. And then it was maybe Fletcher Cox. Yeah, and Fletcher Cox has been a shell of himself for the last five, six years or so. As much as it pains me to say Devontae Smith does look good, but the next pick in that draft this year was Micah Parsons, and he is looking like a godsend to the Cowboys. Right. Because he is playing damn near every position out there. Yeah. yeah, And, you know, I'm like, fine, whatever. But, but like, the Eagles have never favored 
the linebacker position, which was fine under Jim Schwartz, whose scheme doesn't, you know, benefit line linebackers. But mm-hmm. what Jonathan Gannon's scheme so far has looked like is that, hey, uh, you need a good linebacker out there. You need fast, speedy linebackers. And so far, uh, those guys ain't it, Doc. No. And looking up and down the rest of this. Oh, God, I lost it. Looking up and down the rest of this slate this week. uh the marquee game of the week is uh, far and away Bills Chiefs. I don't oh, think it's even close. And yeah. you know what? I they have Kansas City favored in this game. I think that is wild for a team that just coming just came off of. Let me see what the rest of their scores are. So they gave up twenty one to the Washington football team. They have shut out two teams this year, by the way. They shut the out Bills both have? the Texans. Yeah, they shut out the Dolphins. The Bills did. That's right. 35 to 0 and 40 to 0. They put up 43 points against the Washington defense, which say what you will. And then they lost to the Steelers, which now looks like an anomaly. Yep. So, I mean, I think coming into that Sunday night game or Monday night is a Sunday night, Sunday night game. I think the Bills should be favored in this game only because. Oh. 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 On a neutral site the bills would be favored. They have Kansas city two and a half. Yeah. So I think, I think Buffalo still wins this game. Mm. I think, I think the, the bills are going to be able to throw all over that team. Yeah. The I chiefs st- haven't showed that I should pick them yeah. in a game like this. Yeah. I so, think it's going to be a shootout. Yeah. Until they win, until they actually win one of these games. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not picking the chiefs. That's so. fair. You got anything yeah. else, bud? We're running. No, I mean, we after. didn't get enough time for fantasy talk. So maybe we could do some quick, uh, uh, last minute substitution talk on Sunday or something. Yeah, I'm definitely all for that. We will. And like I said before, we are a couple announcements for this week tomorrow. So instead of Thursday, Thursday is our normal day for college football. Now uh, we will be debuting that episode or debuting that version of the show tomorrow, Wednesday. And, and then it will from then on be Thursdays at six tomorrow at six is current. And then you will see me and that pretty face over there on Sunday and we will be picking them and we will have a special guest on the episode as well and do a special guest pickers last week we had matt faraci thank you again and congratulations for the new york jets winning the super bowl (laughs) (laughs) more like the toilet bowl but i mean i mean (laughs) um but i mean do you got anything else bud ah good go birds go birds Go birds. very hard to say it it gets it gets harder each and every week but go birds yeah, but the, and the other issue is your go birds could also come into play with the Cardinals. Oof. I never said what team I was rooting for. <laughs> also, uh, just to put this in real quick, Cisco, the Boston Red Sox are beating the New York Yankees right now 2 nothing in the wild oh, card game. I, I didn't know the Red Sox were playing the Yankees. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I want the Red Sox to win. I hate the Yankees. That's a storyline on a storyline oh. on a storyline. So, yep. Cisco, if you're tuning in, go Sox. A hundred percent, but you know what? For T-Bone, I'm Kyle Davis. That's Tyler Wonky. This is Davis sports suit. And we'll talk to you soon. Later guys. Finally, the wait is over.
Pittsburgh. What's going on, guys? And we're back with the Davis Sports View. And I got my buddy Corey Sparks off. Crossed up, definitely pushed by Paul George. Everything's been pushed these days. I then, just don't think this offense is going to work very well, especially under a defensive coach like Robert. Because I would still probably take, like, Najee Harris over one of the wide receivers. 